Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I am so excited to have Shay Stone with us today. Shay is an author, life coach, and animator at Walt Disney Animation Studios. She's been working in the film, television, and game industry for more than 11 years. In the animation industry, she's known for her intangible acting skills, which stem from her lifetime obsession with human behavior and psychology. And her new book, Be Better Than You, hit the bestseller list on Amazon. Congratulations. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. And uh, the book, the book has been great. And like you said, I am an animator and I've been doing that for over 11 years. And so the book is, is, is a new thing for me. So I'm really excited about the response it's received and how it's, um, how it's starting to impact lives already. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really gratifying. Very gratifying. so awesome. I've never interviewed an animation like professional, much, much less someone who works for Walt Disney. So that's pretty freaking cool. (laughs) People are usually, you know, animation, obviously there's a lot of animators, but it's not something you hear all the time. So uh, usually when I tell people I'm an animator, they're like, oh my God, like I've never met anyone that does anything like that. Right. And then if I mention Disney, they just kind of kind of go off the rails at that point. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is it is super exciting though. Like it's it's been my childhood dream to to work and animate for Disney. So um I've I've been extremely, extremely blessed. So so cool. Well as much as I'd love to just talk about your career in animation, I'm sure we'll get into it, but I really want to talk to you about the power of perspective. I think this is a really interesting topic and a lot of what I talk about in my communities and here on the podcast is about shifting our mindset, but there's also an element in that of perspective, right? How we see things, how we experience things. So um, let's start by like, how do you define perspective? Like on a really basic level, if we're starting at the foundation. Sure. Sure. For me, I think Perspective is basically how you view things, right? Um, But I think for me, as far as getting a basic understanding in general, is the first thing about perception is how it gets misinterpreted as an opinion, Mm. right? So it's kind of hard to use our perspective as a power if we're generalizing it as just an opinion of someone else's or an opinion of ours, right? It's kind of dismissive in a way, right? Like you'll hear people say, like, you'll have a problem and you'll hear people say, well, that's just your opinion or that's just my opinion, right? Um, But it's important to understand that perception, it's it's a point of view that's deep rooted, Mm -hmm. right? Where an opinion is more of a judgment, right? Opinion is a form of judgment. And usually 
nowadays for sure it comes with very little thought <laughs> right like we yeah. can make an opinion you know at the snap of a dime and it's important to understand the difference between perception being a point of view and how uh, how someone views things and where it stems from versus just an opinion so a perspective in its own it can be extremely powerful uh when it comes to uh setting goals achieving goals and just perseverance in general actually so for me, I, I would say that's the biggest part of perception is, I mean, we all understand it's a point of view, but I think the biggest thing as far as using it to your advantage is separating it from the form of an opinion. Yeah, I think that's really a really important distinction to make. And when we're talking about perspective, I feel like something that we might hear is, um, you know, like losing your perspective or gaining your perspective. What is what does that mean to you in terms of leveraging it as a power? You know, how do we lose our perspective, I guess, in the first place? Right. Um, for perspective, you know, for me, like I said, it's deep rooted. So you're talking about uh, beliefs, personal experiences, mm-hmm. traditions, family values. You know, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in, per- in perception. Right. So but at the same time, perception is also used as like an anchor point. Mm-hmm. Right subconsciously, naturally, it's our anchor point. So while perception is powerful as far as gaining multiple levels of perception or perspective, mm-hmm. it is that anchor because it's like teaching an old, an old dog new tricks, kind of. It's like, okay, well, our family values, our beliefs, and our past experiences, these are things that we either grew up with or they've happened and they're certain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I say anchor point, that's kind of where it's coming from. So we're out here with the anchor you know, <laughs> with the anchor there yeah. and learning new things and we're doing new things. But at the same time, when it comes, you know, when the rubber meets the road, we come back to that comfort, which is that anchor point, because it's certain. And this is where things start to get sticky and people start to get stuck. Right. And that's mm-hmm. the biggest problem with achieving goals is feeling stuck. So we can learn all these things. And these are things that we want to do. You know, if we want to earn more money, if we want to start a business, um, you know, if we want to be a life coach or whatever the case is. Uh, we want to do those things and we learn and we do the things that we need to do. But like I said, when you get into that process, right, it, things start to become sticky because you're starting to go with what you know, because you're going with something different. Mm. Right. So for me being an animator, um, it's been natural for me to expand my level of perception because to be an animator, you have to completely step outside of yourself. Right. And, right. and pretend to be somebody else. Right. And I would even say pretend is, not really good enough because uh, it still involves the essence of you. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I'm animating a character, I could I could animate a character that's complete opposite of what my morals are, what I'm about, what I stand for. And for I have to figure out how to become that person, how to see things, how they see things, how to interpret what just happened in the scene in their eyes, not Shay's eyes, right? So uh, it takes it takes a lot of studying and observing. And with that, you know, I've I've come to to believe and experience how percep- how perception and perspective can be your ultimate power and alleviate the chances of you getting stuck. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point that perspective can put you in the shoes of someone else. It's so easy to be in our own shit and um, right. Especially late, you know, especially in the last year with so much happening and changing and shifting and we're all being asked to change our perspective. And I've never really thought about that as being a powerful thing, but it really is. Um, So tell me, 
tell me about the different ways we can raise our level of perspective to leverage these different ways in which that can be powerful in our lives. Sure, sure. I would think, I would say the first step is understanding that there is no right or wrong way Mm -hmm. to do things, right? There is no right or wrong period, right? Right or wrong was kind of created by man, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So there's only perception once you take that out, right? Uh, So when you have that, it kind of opens doors, right? And it kind of creates opportunities because our biggest struggle is like, is this the right thing to do, right? This is how we, this is how we get stuck, right? right? Is it the right thing to do? Is this the wrong thing? I don't, I don't want to screw it up. But when you say, when you open that door and, you know, and understand that there is no such thing as right or wrong, there's only perception. So if that concept was created by man and you understand like, okay, well, whatever, you know, you only know it in the way it's been formatted in your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. So like going back to that anchor point, family values, traditions and beliefs and past experiences that are certain. So the first step to um, enhancing your level of perception is getting that understanding and. uh, And having an open mind and understanding that what you're doing is not the right way, it's a way. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you can open the door to that then you'll be open, you'll open the door to other people's opinions, quote unquote, right. Or, or, or while I like, like to say perception. So that's step one. Step two is something I just call, if you can't regulate impersonate. Hmm. Right. And what that basically means is if you're having trouble and within your own managing your own emotions or managing your own circumstance, you know, um, pause, pause it for a little bit and, Think of somebody else that you can, like somebody, let's say for for instance, someone you know, or someone you're close to, someone you, you admire, right? It could even be an idol or celebrity or something like that. Uh, and look at it from their point of view, right? Because if you're thinking of like Superman, or you're thinking about, for me, the person is Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. right? You're thinking about someone who can do anything, right? It's like, I love this person. They, they never have problems or whatever the case is. Like I said, it could be a friend who just seems to be so careless or so, you know, free flowing, right? And nothing seems to bother them. Tap into that energy, mm. right? Uh, tap into that person. And it's, I like to say um, to you, someone that you actually know very well mm-hmm. to impersonate, that way you can actually get in character, right? So like I said, with animation, it's like pretending sometime is not enough because that still involves the essence of you. Because when you're pretending, you're not really thinking, you're just kind of like, la, 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 you're just, you're just doing stuff and you're playing pretend, right? right? There's no real effort involved. But when you are getting in character as if you're acting like somebody else, you start to think like them. Mm-hmm. You, stop, you start to adopt their perception because now you're thinking, how would they see it? How, right. would they, how would they view this opportunity? How would they view this circumstance, right? Because now you're really trying to be them. And that's, that's what plays that difference. So uh, this is the easiest way. I feel like it's the easiest way to start gaining that level of perspective. Uh, and this is what, you know, I would, you know, help my clients with, or even this is what I would do, right? Like I said, uh, because sometimes we just get so wrapped up in our mind that we just become blind. Mm-hmm. Right? And we start to go through this vicious cycle of fear and reject, you know, fear of rejection. And just, uh, we don't want to be a failure. We don't want to fail. And we get caught up in that. And sometimes you just need a pair of fresh eyes. And you could have a situation where you don't necessarily want to explain that to that friend that seems to be free flowing. So that's when you're like, okay, well, let me tap into her or him and 
let me let me view it from their perspective as far as how they view things and it could and it, it just takes you out of your element for a little bit i love that i love the idea that that changing your perspective in this way or choosing someone whose perspective you want to embody is as simple as that is as simple as just tapping into what you see what you admire in them and allowing yourself to embody those characteristics um, and start walking in their shoes. I think that's really cool. It reminds me of um, an exercise that I've done with clients that we actually, there's an episode for this. Um, I don't know what episode number it is, but it's a new CEO. And so you're basically going from this old perspective, your old CEO, as we call it, which is someone who is probably afraid to take risks, who's probably still an employee mindset, who, um, you know, is not living powerfully and courageously. And then we're creating your new CEO who does take risks, who is um, powerful, who's not afraid to do something difficult. Um, and so that that idea is like exactly what you're saying is you're just shifting your perspective and then choosing and then choosing to pick that up when you need it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this this like I said, this this is an ultimate power because it alleviates that chance of you getting stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, if you kind of relieve that thought or belief that there is no right or wrong, there's only perception Mm -hmm. because that is the case. Right. So it's always about how you view things. You know, we see perspective photos all the time, you know, where you see you'll see like a square and then, you know, you go another way and it looks like a diamond or maybe it might look like a triangle. And it's the same thing. So the more ways you can see one thing differently, the more options you're going to have. Perception creates opportunity. Mm, I right? love that. It, it creates opportunity because the more you can see things different ways, the more options you have. Mm-hmm. So cultivating different personalities are different people uh, and pretending that you're them or acting like them, tapping into that with your problem right? Or your issues or even success. Like if you're having a lot of success, you can tap into somebody who's successful that you admire and continue to impersonate that qual- those qualities, right? Mm-hmm. Those qualities about that person as you just keep going, right? So it, it kind of goes back to that fake it till you make it yeah, uh, analogy, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but there's, like I said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of thought in that and, and it depends on the effort that you put into it. Interesting. Share. I want you to share a little bit about that. About the effort. Yeah. Yeah. How okay. it, how the power of it depends on what, how much you give to it. I guess is how much you give to it. Yeah. I. I yeah. <laughs> so uh, for for me, like like I said, with with animation, I I just obviously I get really into characters, right? So I've animated characters that are supposed to be sick, and I would literally start to feel sick. Right. Or I'll animate a, I'll animate a character being really happy or laughing. And as I'm posing them, I'll feel myself smiling. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, you, that's how deep you're into it. So yeah. and I tell people a lot as well as like, you know, when you're having these practices with with inner work in general. Right. Whether you're healing or whether you're, you want to use your imagination. Faking it till you make it or tapping into different energies or impersonating somebody else to kind of regulate what you got going on. A lot of times when people do that, they kind of feel silly doing it, mm-hmm. right? So because they feel silly doing it and they're a little bit uncomfortable, they start to kind of make fun of themselves, right? Like, oh, I'm just being silly. I'm just doing this because I heard it on a podcast. It's not going to work that way, right? You have to really believe it, mm-hmm. right? So it, whatever you have, whatever you have to do, if it's like, all right, I'm going to pretend to act like my mom, right? And it's like, okay, well, 
act like your mom, but don't, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm going to act like this person. They're just like, and they start impersonating them like in a funny way. Right. Right. And and, and if you're doing that, then it's not going to work. But if you actually sit down and think about it, it's like, okay, this situation and thinking about my mother, whoever that is, like, let me really sit down with it. Right. Maybe write down. Um, sometimes I'll do the same thing. It's like maybe write down some qualities about that person and really study that person for a little bit. Hmm. Right. Uh, write down what you like about them, what what the characteristics are, why you think they're successful, why you think they get out of situations so easily. Write those things down and study that and digest it before you actually go into. OK, how would they view this situation? Right. right. And a lot of times you can even, um, I'll, I've done it as well, is write down the situation before you even get to that. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's, if it's like, all right, um, I got rejected for a coaching client. Right. I'm really upset about it. Initially, you're really upset about it. Right. So you write it down. Okay. Getting rejected by a coaching client. This is what I'm upset about. Or you can even write down how you feel about it on that piece of paper and think about it as yourself. Okay. You're upset. Uh, you want to, you think you should stop, you think you should quit, whatever the case may be. And then you have these people that you're going to, you know, I, I actually, I actually tell people to think of three people that you admire, right? Fr- friend, family, celebrity, think of three people and always just have that in your repertoire. Yep. Right. So that way, you know who to channel, right? So, so the first, so the first go around when you're first starting, obviously, you know, write down those things that those qualities that you like about them and digest it. And then once you do go back over here, to that piece of paper again, after you've already figured out how you, how you feel about the situation, mm-hmm. digest that person and put that piece of paper right back in front of you again and think about it as if you're them and think about it just as hard as you're thinking about it yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And you'll start to notice, and it works with me and I've, you know, I've, I've gotten results from others that they can, they can feel that like, it's almost instant too. So like for me with Kobe Bryant, I was like, you know, he's, we all know how Kobe Bryant is like, he's relentless, right? Nothing's a problem. He's just like, okay, if you can't do it that way, do it this way. Right. Uh, and it's, it's just seem, seemingly simple for him. So for me, if I'm having trouble, then I kind of channel that. And I'm just like, well, how would he, how would he look at it? Right. And kind of think about me talking to him or having a conversation with him and suddenly like, it's okay, well find another client. That's not the only, client. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things, but we can get, and like we said before, we can get so wrapped up in our own mind that we just become blind. Right. So we don't have another option. And this is where that anchor point comes in. So it's like, yes, perception is the way we see things. And yes, we do live and we learn and we experience new things, but a lot of times the new things that we experience gets internalized, digested and fed to that anchor point. Mm -hmm. Right. So even though we're experiencing all these new things and this is what we want, our new desires, our new goals, it's getting fed back to that. Right. So when you do hit something different or or you do receive rejection or failure or life gets tough. Right. We forget that there's a million ways to do one thing. Right. Right. It gets buried under all of those old beliefs that have always been there, those old stories, those those fears, those things that get cleared away when you, or can help get cleared away when you do the healing work. But this is such a powerful way to move through things from what I'm hearing from you. Um, before, because sometimes I feel like people are like, well, when am I going to be healed? When am I not going to have these beliefs and these, um, fears? And it's like, well, you might never, they might never be gone, but this is a powerful way to navigate through and still be successful and still see that opportunity 
while being like, okay, I know you're there, but I can look at this differently. I can choose to see this differently. Right. And I think one thing uh, I tell people all the time as well is like, when you, the moment you set a goal, you better believe life is coming to get you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like life is coming to smack you in the face. It's going to test you. Right. The moment like mag- like goals and obstacles, they're magnets to each other. They go hand in hand. You really can't have one without the other. So, uh, you know, when you say like people are like, oh, when am I going to be healed? When are the results going to come? Right. And it's like. It's it's the progress. Right. It's, it's the process of that, because it's like, well, well, I've already been through this and I've already been through that. And this is just too tough. And it's like, well, that's what happens when you set a goal. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is where that pers- this is where perspective is your power again, because as so once you set that goal, like I said, you better believe life's coming to get you. So your ultimate power is how you level how you know, your level of perspective and how you navigate. Right. Yeah. So it's really important. And the easiest thing is, like I said, with having that impersonation list, right, kind of creating three people. Uh, and you can do it now. That way you kind of always have it or you can do it in the moment. Right. When things happen. But this is why it's important. That way you can channel. Right. Because a lot of times we can't remain objective in overwhelming presence. Right. That's normal. That's human nature. So this is why as far as goals, results and then the process of getting there, this is where perspective is going to let you get there. Right? Yep. It's going to allow you to get there, whether whether it's good or bad. Yep. Absolutely. So I feel like we've talked a lot about stepping into like shifting our perspective based on sort of stepping into someone else. Is there another way that we can start to shift our perspective to use it more powerfully? Maybe like one other strategy or tool that you use with clients or yourself? Sure. I would say um, observation. Hmm. Yep. Right. So for me, for me, I've always been an observant child and, you know, and uh, getting older, I've had to be even more observant and animation only exaggerated what that is. So as far as tapping in within yourself it is start of it, it, it all. That's what that's what perspective is. Right. It's like I said, it's a million ways to see different things. So no matter what, it's, it's always going to be observation, whether you're observing yourself from a past experience and you're learning from that, or you're observe, observing the people around you. But this is how you gain that level of perspective. That's what it is. Right. So you need other people and you need to have perspective. Right. So you, you're not going to have a million pers- authentic, natural perceptions, right? Our our perspective, sorry. Uh, So observation is the key thing as far as channeling it within yourself. Because, and why I say that is, yes, while you're observing other people or or your past experience, you're you're still feeding it to that anchor point, but it's coming with like um, deliberation, Mm. right? So it's it's not a, it's not a subconscious feed, right? So you're, you're observing and you're like, all right, um, I notice how Jessica handles her marriage or the situation or, you know, pregnancy and maybe I'm pregnant and you know, let me, let me think about how I feel about how she handles that. Mm. Right. In a conscious and a conscious effort. So um, observation for sure. Conscious observation is the way to channel that within because you're actually making your, you're forming your own judgment about what you're observing. Right. And at that point, if you can continue to do that, this is a longer process than the impersonation, obviously, <laughs> but if you can continue to do that, that's when you start feeding that anchor point. You're like, this is like, this is how I feel. So this is, I don't need to channel anybody else. This is how I feel because I've made a conscious decision about how I feel about what I observed. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I love, I just love the idea of how intentional that is. 
and how we can choose. Cause so, I mean, think of how many judgments or thoughts go through our mind each day. Like there's data on that and I don't even know what it is, but it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But when you can get intentional about that and use that as a method for shifting your perspective and, and shifting, like, like you said, that anchor point, um, it can be so powerful. And that's like, I think that's something we could do on a daily basis, like pull out your journal and think back to something that happened yesterday, observe the situation. Mm. What does that mean for your perspective? How does that shift your perspective? Um, How does that shift your beliefs and the stories that you're telling yourself, you know, making it a regular practice, I think can help us in the moment also be sort of taking in those feeders very intentionally and allowing that to open ourselves up. Oh, right. Self-monitoring is the best way. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, to gain to gain perspective. So for me personally, it's like uh, I've always I've always been a loner. Right. I, I always like get myself into situations where I'm kind of by myself. Right. Like even where I'm living right now, I'm the only person I know in this area. Mm-hmm. Right. And I did that purposely. But uh, I say that to also say that my perspective does have to be pretty strong, because if I get into sticky situations and it could be all mental mm-hmm. right, uh, or emotional, I have to. I need, if there's no one around, I need to be able to tap into something on my own. Right. right? And like I said, it's not always your problems or your issues or what you're going through is not always something you want to share. You feel comfortable sharing. So this is another way to get out of that. Right. And navigate through your emotions. So as far as tapping in with uh, perception and uh, enhancing your level of perspective within yourself is literally just start observing. And like I said, self-monitoring, like you mentioned, uh, journaling and stuff like that is, is great, a great way to start too. Uh, but I, I, I would say observing others is really, is really powerful. Yeah. And making a conscious decision about what you're actually observing, you know, and you can even journal about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not very, um, popular to journal about other people <laughs> and uh, as far as like how they, what they're doing, like, Oh, Jessica did this today. And this is how I feel about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that could be, I, I don't do that, but I'm thinking about it in real time. And I'm like, that could be pretty powerful as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Having it in your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting it on paper. And, and because it says so much about us and our perspective on the world, when we think of how we're looking at other people or looking at other situations. And so often I think those things go without sort of really recognizing them. And so, yeah. And I think bringing the focus in on that can allow us to even start to understand our own perspective. Like if right. you're continually coming up against the wall, it's like, why is this happening? Well, let me like, let me take a week to sort of like self-observe what's going on. That's it. Questioning, mm-hmm. literally questioning yourself. Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's a big part of, like I said, self-monitoring and observation is a big part of self-observation. It's like asking that question and that's going to enhance your level of experience uh, perception as well. It's like, why did I, why did I do that? Right. Uh, why did I feel that way about what this person said? Or why do, why do I think what I think? Right. And answering forcing yourself to answer those questions. Yeah. Right. Cause a lot of people say, why did I do that? Oh, stupid. And you know, they just kind of dismiss it and we go away. Right. right. But to say, why did I do that? And make it, make sure you answer it right. Consciously you have a whole different ballpark that you're playing in. Yeah. And right? it's, I mean, it's a lot of times we don't want to answer that because we don't want to, because it's hard because the honest truth is difficult to swallow. We don't right. want to, we don't want to believe that maybe we were making a harsh judgment call on someone who didn't need it. And, and, therefore there's an opportunity to change our perspective. You know, we, we, we like almost, we hate being stuck, but at the same time it's familiar. And so we don't want to open our minds sometimes. And so it takes that like 
prying and that kind of forcing ourselves to answer these questions, honestly, to, I think, like you said, like, how much are you committing to it? How much are you committing to your own self-observation? Are you really being honest with yourself? Because I think it's only when you do that, that you can really start to shift and then see those other opportunities, because that's the only time when you're really getting out of the box that you let yourself live in. Right. And a lot of a lot of us are, are afraid of vulnerability. And that's why, you know, a lot of what I teach is trying to let people understand what we're already doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of a lot of my book, Be Better Than You, a lot of it is talking about what's going on in the world or what's going on with us naturally that we're, it's kind of being used to our disadvantage, right? And then saying like, okay, what if we did the same exact thing this way, right? So for instance, uh, one thing I talk about is anxiety over imagination, hmm. right? And, and anxiety is literally just your imagination being used against you, right? When you, anxiety, or you're being, you know, uh, having anxiety is thinking about things that you don't want, things that you wish won't happen, right? where imagination is the complete opposite. It's the same exact thing, but it's the complete opposite. You're thinking about the things that you do want, the things that you wish would happen. But within our society, because how we're, you know, programmed to kind of stick to reality, you know, it's very easy for us to just go the anxiety route, which is literally just imagination, right? And it's the same thing as faith and fear. Mm -hmm. They're the exact same thing. They both demand you believe in something that you can't see. Hmm. Right. So it's like fear is just being scared of, you know, all kinds of things. Oh, I don't know. if I don't know if it's going to happen. And I'm scared that it will happen. OK. <laughs> and then faith is I don't know what's going to happen, but I believe the, I believe it will happen. Right. They're the same exact things. So, you know, thinking about perspective, it's like, OK, well, there is. That's why I kind of started with there is no right or wrong to anything. So right. if we can digest that. Then we all, then it's, it's a relief really. And a lot of times when people hear stuff like that, they're like, oh, faith and fear are the thing about anxiety versus animate or animation, Hmm. imagination. Right. And it's like, when you think about that, it really opens doors for you because you're like, what am I doing? Right. You're like, yeah, right. Like what, what, why am I tripping? Like I I need to be doing all these, these, I like to call them all powers because they have a severe impact on us. Right. Fear and anxiety. And then the opposites, they have a severe impact on us. So we're using these powers, but we're using them to our disadvantage because a lot of times when we have anxiety and we have fear, it drives our life. It directs our life, right? It doesn't matter what our our perspective is, right? Uh, It's driven from that anchor point. And that anchor point, a lot of that is, it's weighted by fear and anxiety and all these bad things. It's like, but what if we can take that and just come the other way with it? Right. We're going to do the exact same thing, but we're just going to do it this way. You know, and usually that kind of takes the shackles off and it's like, okay, well, let me think about things differently now. Yeah. Right. Put that same effort in this way. Mm -hmm. Right. And trust and trust that. And, uh, and, and like I said, uh, doors open up for you and even having that, um, vulnerability in that self-observation phase, it's like getting, getting, understanding those things. It's like, yeah, it's, you're going to be able to be more honest with yourself once you see how these little things, well, they're big things, but (laughs) once you see how these little things are taking over your life subconsciously, Mm -hmm. right? So if we just put that conscious effort into practicing the art of perception, right? um, We start to not all the way, 
right? But you start to alleviate these chances of anxiety and getting caught up in fear. And these are things that ultimately bog us down where it seems like there's no way out. But at the same time, if you believe there's no way out, then there is no way out. Right. 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 I love that. I love everything that you just said. I feel like everyone is taking so many notes. I love the idea that faith and fear are the same thing. That's like mind blowing to me because it's so true. <laughs> right. Right. It is. Right. But you don't think about it that way. And when you change your perspective around what the two things are, around what they are. Right. And this, these are the kind of things that happen with that power of perspective, because it's like, okay, if I can sit down and think about these things and you'll even notice it when you impersonate others, it's like, it's a discovery mode. Right. And so that's why I said that problem could easily not be a problem. And you're relieving those shackles, right. Just tapping into pretending to be somebody else, right. Tapping into that and saying, okay, what, how does, and you may even learn more about that person and you're just, fa- you're fascinated even more and you, and you start to adopt it. You start to practice it. Right. And it gets really, really exciting because you're like, man, like, oh, if I would have known, you know, if I would have did this, this, I mean, obviously you're going to start to reflect, but uh, it, it will open doors for you because the more you start to learn, the more you have these um, uh, realizations, they're going to get digested in a different way and fed to that anger point in a more conscious way mm-hmm. where it's, it's going to become part of you. And at that point, which is the goal is to adopt multiple perspectives and consider them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. That way you can make quicker decisions in overwhelming situations. Mm. Awesome. I love that. Um, well, this has been an incredible conversation. You've given us so much. Um, before we wrap up, why don't you give us like the, the number one thing, if you make your listeners walk away with nothing but this, what would that be? Um, I would say, and I'm only going to say this because this is what I'm being intentional about right now. This is kind of my thing is allow yourself to feel Mm -hmm. right. Allow yourself to go through your emotions and feel them. And no matter if it's, if it's good, if it's bad, if it's heavy, um, allow yourself to feel that and reflect on it. Mm -hmm. And and it's really, it's really an opportunity. You know um, we, we look at our emotions uh, if they're heavy and because there's a lot of pressures in the world. Right. So when we're feeling vulnerable or something bad happens or even something good, a lot of us don't know how to handle good things or compliments. Yeah. Right. Um, just allow yourself to sit and feel those things. And um, even if it's just for a couple minutes and and I think in, in this this world of kind of um, we're, we're shielding a lot and we're trying to pretend we don't, you know, the trend is like pretend you don't care or roasting mm-hmm. and all these things that kind of disconnect us from humanity. Mm. distance us from humanity it's 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 distancing us within ourselves as well right it's, it's teaching us to kind of avoid the feelings and emotions within our own right and uh, no one should have the privilege to decide what you feel on the inside or decide if you should feel mm-hmm. and uh, and that's where that's where life becomes fulfilling is mm-hmm. by feeling so yeah. uh, that would be my takeaway is allow yourself to feel even though it I guess it doesn't have much to do with perspective at this point. Hey, I love it. (laughs) Um, And shifting gears, I guess you said, I'm going to ask, what are you getting intentional about right now? But it sounds like that's what you're getting intentional about. Yeah, I've just been super intentional lately about gratitude. There's been a lot of great things happening. um, And then there's been a lot of sad things happening too. It's been a crazy year for a lot of us. And uh, like I said, so just feeling all of those things and taking them in and having gratitude and practicing gratitude just as 
just as deeply as you practice meditation, right? Has been what I've been getting intentional about. Love that. And where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? Yeah, for sure. So you can uh, catch me on Instagram at shaystone.s. Uh, you can order my book at bebetterthanyou.com, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, wherever you want to go. Uh, but you can just go straight to my website, bebetterthanyou.com and find it there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been such a great conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who is listening today. We will catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.